Hi and welcome back to Chronically Lifting. I am Lindy and yeah, so today I am going to talk all about me uh, in a really, really non-self-indulgent kind of way. What I really want to do is address the elephant in the room and that is the disability, the chronic illness side of the Chronically Lifting. Um, I think going forward, it's really, really important to be transparent about my perspective and where I'm coming from with this. Not everything about this podcast is going to be, you know, focused in on disability, but that is always going to be my underlying perspective because that is the, the inescapable part of who I am. It It's not what I am, but it is certainly a part of my identity and it's something that I can't escape. So rather than lying to you and saying that I'm completely objective, I'm going to be completely honest and say that I am subjective, I am disabled, and I am always going to fight for that corner. So my disabilities, what are they? They are many and they are vast and they are wonderful and they are awful. (laughs) I have several, Um, but I'm going to only really in this podcast address the two that actually affect my training and my my competing side of things because they're the ones that are relevant um and I don't want to make it a big oh woe is me here's my NHS list here's my big file so the two that affect me are FND and EDS they're just letters I'm aware so I'm going to start with FND that's functional neurological disorder so according to FND action this is how it's defined is FND can encompass a diverse range of neurological symptoms, including limb weakness, paralysis, seizures, walking difficulties, spasms, twitching, sensory issues, and more. Whilst the symptoms may appear to those similar to those seen in other neurological conditions, such as multiple cirrhosis, MS, Parkinson's, and epilepsy, and can be just as debilitating, they do have an underlying different cause. So actually, that really does... Um, tell you an awful lot about how, how I actually live with it I do suffer from limb weakness paralysis seizures walking difficulties spasms twitching and sensory issues um, it's a big barrel of laughs if I'm being dead honest so how it differs from the likes of MS so it's actually very very similar to MS um, however the different part of though how it's different to MS is the the functional part in the, the description the functional neurological disorder there is no indicator in the brain so if I was to have an MRI it would look like a normal brain there might be a couple of stress factors slightly off but it doesn't have the the very clear um, medical textbook this is what this looks like when you have a test Um, there's an awful lot they don't understand about it but there is a good um, case for actually being able to work with FND uh, finding what works for you to actually alleviate the symptoms which doesn't happen with the likes of MS so it's not all doom and gloom for me anyway what I've found is actually this journey of weightlifting and competing and getting healthier and eating healthier and finding a focus as well as other factors as well so that includes things like meditation and well-being looking after myself finding a sense of purpose all these things actually really 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 help one thing I do want to say about FND though is because it doesn't have a, and I'm using the little bunny ears, functional um, explanation, there's very often, and I've experienced this with doctors, it's very often seen as, um, it's it's not taken seriously. 
And so a lot of patients feel alienated, stigmatized, not believed, and they end up getting so much lack of care because they're not taken seriously, which then compounds to the issue. And actually then people with FND end up feeling far, far worse. And then their health declines because they're not believed. Um, There's a huge stigma in the UK, especially with the NHS, um, of not being believed um, with and it's usually the, the higher up the doctor you see, the, the worse it gets, if I'm being honest. Um, and that's not me just talking anecdotally from my experiences, but having worked with lots and lots of people with disabilities, lots and lots of people with FND, um, this is actually the norm. This is what happens on a really pandemic level of... Um, yeah, it's terrifying. But that's another story and I don't want to go on a whole rant. But yes, that's FND. Um, actually, those who were at the FITEX finals and were... Um, if you've seen me compete, you would have seen on stage I asked for my stick midway through my eye walk. Um, and anyone who was side of stage would have actually seen an FND attack. So I actually basically got to the floor and my legs started to shake really violently. And then I had an incredible experience and it was the most beautiful thing. My coach was side of stage next to me immediately. She had been in the audience and she spotted that I wasn't okay. And at this point, I'd only been with my coach, my, my coach, coach Charlie, for only like three months. I, we, we, I joined her for this prep. Um, and she'd already learnt my body that well that she could see from the stage that I wasn't my best she knew she'd already got completely in tune with me and she was side of stage next to me by the time I was on the floor <laughs> um she must have sprinted so hard um and then I had Chris from the blood lab like offering me straight away an ECG checking my heart checking my lungs making sure I was fine checking on me the whole of the rest of the day you know Darren making checking in making sure I was fine I was so well looked after between FitEx and the blood lab and my coach that it was an incredible experience and I am so grateful because that has not been my experience with healthcare professionals in the past is the fact that I don't get the level of care. You kind of expect people to kind of disregard you a little bit. Um, so to actually have this from, I know obviously Chris is a health professional, but to actually have that experience of people were there, they cared, they wanted to help um was amazing and the love was the love was flowing and I'm so grateful so moving on to the next one so this is Ellis Dallas syndrome I'm going to read this one this is from Ellis Dallas support UK I'm going to read what they say because um, EDS is very very complex and so there's one paragraph so just bear with me while I read this one out so EDS the EDS syndromes rather are a group of 13 individual genetic conditions all of which affect the body's connective tissue connective tissue lies between the tissues and other organs keeping these separate whilst connecting them holding everything in place and providing support like the mortar between bricks in eds the gene mutation causes a certain kind of connective tissue and that all depends on the eds but usually in the form of collagen to be fragile and stretchy the stretchiness can sometimes be seen on the skin of someone with eds that makes the skin really stretchy and individuals with the condition may also be able to extend their joints further than usual, sometimes known as being hypermobile, bendy, or double-jointed. As collagen is present throughout the body, people with EDS tend to experience a broad range of symptoms. Most of them 
less visible to the skin and joint differences, but these complex syndromes affect many systems in the body all at once, despite EDS often being seen as an invisible disability. Some symptoms include, but are not limited to, long-term pain, chronic fatigue, dizziness, palpitations, digestive disorders, and such problems and their severity vary considerably from person to person, and even in the same type of EDS within the same family. And so what we're also starting to find now, this is myself talking now, is that even things like hearing and um, dental issues are really starting to come out with people with EDS because obviously collagen does run through your entire body. There is not a part of you that is not affected. Um, my last prep I had, oh, I lost count. I think I had seven dislocations throughout my last prep and that was within the 11 weeks. That wasn't with my pre-prep in which there was more. Um, so I am an ambulatory wheelchair user. That means I can walk. I'm not paralyzed. I can get up. I can move around. I can do things. But because of EDS and FND, I do suffer from chronic pain, chronic fatigue, weakness, um, occasional paralysis. Sometimes I have, um, random bouts of intense pain with absolutely no injury whatsoever. Um, and sometimes I have a dislocation or sometimes I have an injury caused because of it, um, as well as on top of the normal comp prep and the normal comp fatigue and the normal prep brain. Um, it also affects your cognitive function. So we often call it um, brain fog. And that comes from, it's actually a side effect of in dealing with long-term or intense chronic pain and chronic fatigue is that when your body is fighting so much, you actually really struggle to focus. Um, so yeah, that's fun. Um, so that's EDS and that's FND and that's what it's broadly like living with these symptoms. Um, it's not all doom and gloom though. I, I've made it sound really scary and intense and horrific, but I've met some incredible people because of my disability. I've been, had so many opportunities come towards me. I was involved in a documentary called Disabilities, which is my day job for those of you who don't know, is I am a burlesque performer. Um, and I was invited to join, um, the disabilities cast from a performer called Little Peaches, who also has EDS. And we put on this show and it was all disabled performers. Actually, EDS featured very heavily because there was another there was another performer in the first one. And we actually had a, a BBC iPlayer documentary, uh, Disabilities Owning the Stage. It's still on iPlayer if you want to catch that. And you get to see me shaking my boobies a little bit, just forewarning. So yeah, that's a little bit about everything. So that's why sometimes as well, you will see me walking around. Sometimes I'll be in a chair, sometimes I'll have sticks. And then sometimes on social media, I'll be posting about like, I've been on stage and I've done this, that looks incredible, wow. And then the next day I'm like, yeah, I'm in bed, I'm in a wheelchair. And it's like, how does this all gel together? That's why, now you know, now you know. Um, so yeah, that this has been the, the episode I didn't want to do because it's heavy and it's intense and it's not nice to hear and no one wants to hear all the, the crappiness. But I thought if we get this out the way, then we can focus on the positives going forward. The positives for me so far are many and vast and wonderful. My incredible coach who looks after me, a fantastic federation who want to offer a platform and support and promote as much as possible. 
you know, the incredible industry around me that actually encourages me to be my best dressed self, encourages my health, encourages my well-being and recognizes me as an athlete just like anyone else. It's really important to me. It also brings incredible close people to me and it offers me opportunities and conversations and it gives me a chance to be able to say to people that, yeah, I'm a little bit different, but that doesn't make me any less valid. And aren't we all just a little bit different anyway? My difference is just a bit more obvious. And I'm really proud to be able to kind of take a little bit of the stage and kind of promote in as much as I can um, with the privilege that I have got. I have got the privilege of being able to compete and it is a privilege and I have got the privilege of having a, a lifestyle that supports me being able to go to the gym all the time and um, an incredible support network of friends and family who want me to do the best I can. So there's many, many things going forward that I can talk about in the positive light. Soon, I shall be talking a little bit about Strom. The reason being is I've been trying two of Strom's products and this is going to be an episode for another, For an, this is going to be a subject for another time, another episode, but, but I've got some real good things to say about these products. I am really, really impressed. One is Support Max Joint, the other is Glyphothamine, and that's how you pronounce it officially. I've got that on good authority, and I don't understand the science. I don't even understand the word. Um, So I'm going to be doing a bit of research. I'm going to write it all up. I'm going to be less floaty fluidy as this one has been, and I'm going to sit and talk about these two products, how they've benefited me as an athlete, how they benefited me as a disabled person, and why I think they're incredible just in general in life and hopefully not death um but yes this has been me talking a lot about myself um and i shall see you all soon so you take care bye